Again, we are studying through the book of Ezra at this time period. We're in Ezra chapter 6 here tonight. Of course, uh, this is an interesting chapter because although Ezra has 10 chapters, which hopefully those who are studying for Bible Bowl know that, uh, but because Ezra has 10 chapters, it's sort of broken into two sections. And chapter 6 comes to the end of section number 1. And so we've seen the temple being rebuilt We've seen the temple rebuilding having to stop because of opposition, and we saw it being resumed last week, and tonight it's going to be completed. Um, and then next week, as we begin chapter 7 through 10, we're going to notice Ezra is going to come into the picture, and we're going to see this second wave of individuals coming out of captivity uh, into Jerusalem. But again, as we uh, left off last week in Ezra chapter 5, there was that opposition to the work. Remember those individuals came to the king, King Darius, and said, uh, those Jews are starting to work on the temple again. But the Jews went to Darius and said, well, we have a decree from Cyrus, the, the prior king, that we could do that. And so Darius goes into the archives. He finds this document. In verses 11 and 12, he decrees that the work's back on. He says here in chapter 6, verse 11, And I issue a decree that any man who violates this edict... A timber shall be drawn from his house, and he shall be impaled on it, and his house shall be made a refuse heap on account of this. May the God who has caused his name to dwell there overthrow any king or people who attempts to change it so as to destroy this house of God in Jerusalem. I, Darius, has issued a decree to let it be carried out with all diligence. So Darius is pretty, um, uh, pretty much saying here, listen, the work's going to go on. If any of you try to stop it, uh, you're going to be a sentence to death. And go back to verse 8. It says, Moreover, the decree I issue concerning what you are to do for these elders of Judah and the rebuilding of the house of God, the full cost of it is to be paid by these people from the royal treasury out of the taxes of the provinces beyond the river without delay. So even the work is going to now be funded uh, through the, the taxes of these people. And so going back all the way to chapter 1 to chapter 6, we've got about 20 years passing now, 14 of those years, no work's being done because they're stopped. But here, they finally finish the work, and they dedicate the temple, and they go back to obeying the law. That's chapter 6, verses 15 through 18. Uh, they're going to have many different sacrifices, and they're also going to uh, enjoy the Passover meal once again together. Now, this is something they haven't been able to do because the, the temple's been destroyed, and now the temple's back. They're able to have the Passover, and... Uh, it's a victory to them, right? They're excited. Uh, they're so excited. And so as we've sort of concluded this first half of Ezra, uh, chapters 1 through 6, you know, I saw a lot of parallels to our Christian lives as I was reading throughout these chapters. You know, as we obey the gospel, uh, we are released from that bondage of sin, right? We come out of exile just like uh, they did when they come back to Jerusalem. Revelation 2 verse 10 tells us that we need to be faithful until death. And I will give you the crown of life. And so we are to persevere in carrying out his will. We are to be patient and to trust him. We are to continue working, you know, always abounding in the work of the Lord. We know that there's going to be opposition along the way, uh, just like there was opposition to build, rebuilding of the temple. There are going to be those who are going to try to stop us and to get us to decommit from walking a Christian life. But there's also going to be encouragers along the way, just like we saw in last week with Zechariah and Haggai. And we're going to have encouragers as well in our lives. But through all of this, the one big thing that I saw was God's providence working throughout these chapters. You know, again, God's providence. We don't know how all that works. 
but his fingerprints are all over it. You know, we can say that, uh, you know, God had his hand in this. You know, he used these foreign kings to help his people, men like Cyrus and Darius, to protect them, to finance the, t- the temple. It's sort of uh, what Romans, what Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. You know, we know all things God causes to work together for our good, to those who love him, to those who are called according to his purpose. And, of course, at the end of that chapter, at the end of this first section of Ezra, they are victorious. And we know that we are promised victory in Christ. And so I'm excited to begin our uh, chapter 7 through 10 starting next week. Uh, But this evening, as we offer the invitation, as we think of the victorious life that we have in Christ... Uh, this evening, maybe you haven't been baptized into Christ. We would love the opportunity to assist you in that or maybe sit down and study with you to see what the Bible has to say about becoming a Christian. Or uh, if you need the prayers of this congregation, you need the encouragement of this congregation, again, we would love to pray for you as well. Uh, please let us know as together we stand and sing.